we're starting with movies. Why don't we start with like hockey? Because then we usually like talk about hockey. Oh, because then we usually just things. And then it's okay because we've already talked about hockey. That's fair. We can do that then. We'll cover. We'll get the useless hockey shit out of the way because <laughs> we don't really actually talk about hockey much anymore. But we'll get it out of the way. Do we actually not talk about hockey that much anymore? We talk about hockey for like half an hour, and then it trails off. But we credit to you. We have a full slate of stuff yeah, to talk we about. Do. So I didn't want to do work for my finals. Look at what is still labeled under goal of the week, though. So I feel like you haven't written in. I did it because I just saw this today, so I didn't get a chance to do it. Give us the stars of the week first. Let's go on. All right, that's what I'm trying to do right now. Instagram where we have them saved. We have the debates are back because after stars of the week. Did we not debate last week? We haven't really debated in a while. We haven't really debated since the whole um, Girl Scout cookie thing. That was less of like. That wasn't really a debate. No. But we have. There was a disagreement over the goal of the week this week. And as we know, goal of the weeks have further implications now because when we get towards the end of the season, we're going to choose our favorite. And honestly, so far, this one that I'm advocating for is up there for my favorite goal of the year. Wow. Just because. Well, you'll find out later. So let's just cover stars of the week first and then we can get into it because we got to. Gotta first, cover that. So first star of the week is uh, Capitals, John Carlson. Three goals, three assists, and three assists, excuse me. Shocker. Six points and two game winning goals. So I guess you could say that he's From the freaking defenseman. Honestly, like what he does from the DV, he's a defenseman, I know. He that. is a defenseman. Okay, yeah, still still learning. They're learning curves here. I'm starting to get this down. John Carlson, best defenseman in the league. Like, come on. I don't know yes. About that. Maybe. I'd say so, but okay. that can be a debate for next week. Yeah. Um, then Penguins goalie Tristan Jerry with two shutouts and 61 saves. In two games, 61 yeah. saves. That's really impressive. That's extremely impressive. Good job, Tristan. Here's a gold star. <laughs> <laughs> and who's All the right. third star of the week? Jack Eichel. Oh, shut <laughs> God. Whoa. Hey, explicit language. I can hit the explicit button when I upload the podcast, so it's, it doesn't really matter. Um, he's there. He has two goals, five assists for seven points, and he's on a thirteen-game point streak. That's a long streak. And to go off of that, the St. Louis Blues—that was their third loss. Actually, they lost to uh, Buffalo last night, right? Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that makes that their fourth loss in a row. Okay, I'm going to crucify... Or actually, I am apologize, third loss in a row. I'm going to crucify the Blues right now. Okay. And I, this is kind of going to be a good segue into our little debate, because I don't think I've ever seen worse defense from a team on your goal of the week. You just kind of have to wonder what the hell they were doing. I mean, and yeah. And like what they were thinking here. So the goal we're referring to, obviously, yes, okay, some pretty nice stick handles. Yes, Not exactly. He has really nice hands. It's flashy, but like, is any of this even like, okay, he's behind the net, right? Yeah. He's circling towards the front of the net. No one's picking him up. Everyone's going to cover like a pass across the face exactly of the Exactly, because they think he's going to pass it up the middle. That's what makes it so great. Because the way he was positioned, that should have been a pass to the center. But it wasn't. Still, here's the thing like that I, that I'd argue. You have to cover the immediate threat. Jack Eichel is the third star of the week. You know who he is. You know what he's capable of. He's a dangerous man. Yeah. Okay. When he's circling towards the front of the net, so holy a- shit, I wonder if it occurred to them, let's go cover him. Was it on a when power play? Comes- no, it's five on five. When it when it comes to the defense, they're not going to spread out. They're going to want to stay closer to the center. But that makes this even worse. This isn't even a five on – this is a five on five. This is not even a power play. Okay. So why the hell couldn't they put a man on – I don't understand – okay. Uh, I'm sounding like I don't really know hockey and I understand no, that. No, dude, that's not what you sound like. But uh, Clearly I never played because I don't know how the defense is supposed to be positioned. But when I played soccer, you cover the immediate threat and you get support for wherever the ball might go. And you cover the immediate threat. If there's someone at the top of the box ready to shoot, mm-hmm. you don't just let the dude shoot. You okay. go out there and you close out okay, and you, you see, challenge. No, I, I know exactly what you mean because in the beginning uh-huh. there was confusion um, towards the back end yeah. on defense because two guys he went, went to around. Cover- he 
if you watch it again, you see he went around to the back of the net. Defense was still in formation when they when he went around to the back of the net. When yes. he came back in front is when he caused confusion and scored that goal. Okay, so they didn't think that he might try to move towards the front of the goal. I don't think that... I guess that was that's so impossible to anticipate. No, I just don't think oh, that... Oh, shit. I wonder if he should move, like, you know what I mean? I feel like this is kind of just like a... Like, I don't know. Why is this even a... Pl- I'll stop. I'll stop. Because I can hear my argument increasingly getting dumber and dumber and dumber. I've it's said everything I've dumb. needed. I've said everything I want to say. That's how I feel. And I really just, like... You're, you're probably right. I mean... But I, I mean, this is recorded. Not I only really said anything. Okay, but here's the debate. The debate's not whether or not like this was a good goal. It's that I think there's a better goal this week that we haven't even talked about yet. I think there's a better one. Go talk and about we had it. been in agreement before this goal came up oh my. that this was going to be goal of the week. I understand that things can change, but I have to find it. I found it. Okay, pull it up then. Wait, no, I have it too. So this is. Um, an Odd Man Rush mm-hmm. with Mark Jankowski, Tobias Reeder, and Michael Frolic, Frolic, however that you want to pronounce it. And there's kind of like a saucer pass up ice. And, you know, he kind of has to use a stick to get it out of the air. Well, it starts he's settled- with a turnover in... Okay, offensive zone turnovers happen. So like, we're not going to... No, no, it starts with a turnover in the defensive zone for Calgary. Yeah, but who, who are they playing? They're playing Colorado. Colorado turned it over in their offensive zone. Yeah. That's what I'm basically trying to say. And then, dude pulls out a little Cruyff turn. You don't know what that is because you didn't play soccer, but that's when... I played soccer, just not in high school or middle school. Or... That's when... Okay, so the pass is through the air. The initial pass is through the air to him. He uses the stick to control it. Great control. Pulls it down to his feet. Part. Okay, I can see how this is. Pulls it down to his feet, and it's a little bit behind him. Wow. So he uses the... illegal. So he uses his back heel. Mm-hmm. To, um, you know, we'll hit it forward uh, behind his other leg. That's a Cruyff turn, mm-hmm. which is just nasty. I've never seen him in hockey, so that's why this play is just, yeah, no, for me, I, I see now. just so nasty. And oh, then the feet wow, across yeah. the front of the goal is just like... I really didn't look at it that close. Oh, that's ridiculous. The that's insane. And then the feet is just filthy. Yeah. Avalanche goalie has nothing he can do. And then yeah. Froelich, I guess, finishes it off. So great lead pass. All right, you win this through debate. the. Do I? You do. I concede. Did you like my um, little commentary on the I goal? I did. I did. I enjoyed my it. analysis, my breakdown. Yeah, I did. Cool. I enjoyed it. See, wow. Soccer knowledge. Yeah. I'll give you that one. So like soccer and hockey, kind of like worlds collide. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess. You think about it, like hockey is soccer on ice with sticks. Forget I said that. Well. <laughs> I mean, I could just be biased because I don't really like soccer, but. You put Calgary in our notes. I did because we don't talk about a lot of the Western Conference. Do you have any idea where Calgary is on a map? No. I, like, obviously in Canada, but, like, where? Because I know Toronto and Montreal are kind of, like, northeast, and I honestly just imagine the rest of Canada being nothing. I guess Vancouver's Western Conference. They're out west in Canada. But where the hell is Calgary? How the hell did Calgary even get a hockey team in the NHL? Um, hold on. I'm looking. Like, Toronto, I understand because, like, they've got, um, they've got the Blue Jays and they've got the Raptors. So, like, they're relevant within the scheme of, and, like, Toronto's basically in the United States. Vancouver is close to Seattle, um... Is Calgary just like Central Canada? I didn't even know there was such a thing. Like, it's like it's like Central Jersey. People like say there's no Central Jersey. I wonder if people in Canada say there's no Central Canada. Ottawa, Toronto, and Montreal are all really close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where. It's not even on the map of the biggest cities in Canada. Oh. I want to look back at the inception of the Calgary Flames, and figure out why in the hell the oh, NHL here thought it, is. it was Calgary a good market. Is close to the Minnesota border. That's so random. I want to figure out why the NHL thought that this was going to be a good market yeah, for an expansion like team. Five teams, dude. Chill out. You know why? Because any place in Canada is a good place for an expansion team because they love hockey. I guess, but it's still a small market team. And like, have you ever seen in Winnipeg they do the whiteout games? Yeah, those are sick. Those are but really like, sick. 
are fans of other teams really traveling to Calgary to watch a Flames game? They live in Canada. Okay, say like, say the New York Rangers are playing Calgary in Calgary. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that there are New York Rangers fans saying, oh, we're going to Calgary. Let's go to the Calgary no, no, game. No, no, no. Well, maybe, but like, Rangers are different. The Rangers have the widest fan base in the NHL. They brought in the Just most across, money in 2018. Like, okay, bad example then. Bad example. Like, so there are Ranger fans everywhere. There are original six fans just everywhere. Okay, so... Because they're the original six. Let me change it from the Rangers to, like, a big market team who's not original six, doesn't have a wide fan base, so I'll say, like... Um... Maybe the Kings. Yeah, okay. The Kings. You know, big market team, LA Kings, Los Angeles, big sports everywhere, and... It's kind of just like, you know, there aren't really a lot of Kings, fan all, Kings fans all over the world. They're basically just focused in L.A. Are there really going to be Kings fans going to the Calgary game when they're playing in Calgary? No. That no just, there may be Kings fans in Calgary. That's just no. There is, no, not a chance. Not a chance. I don't understand why Calgary has a hockey team in the NHL. Do they do well? Yeah. Not, no, not like, I mean, money-wise. I'm not sure. Do they have... Because when's the last time you heard of Calgary signing a huge free agent or something like that? They don't have the money to sign, like... Most hockey teams don't have the money to sign a huge free agent. Like, that's why when the Rangers signed Panarin, it was a huge deal. I mean, goodness gracious, just such a... Ra- Pick a more random place in the in North America than Calgary. I mean, I... This is supposed to be my segue into the Western Conference, because we only talk about... No, it totally is. I'm totally on topic. Calgary. Okay. Now okay. we can talk about their stats okay. and stuff. We can talk about them as a hockey team, rather than just attack their city. Let's talk about them as a hockey team. They're third in the Pacific. They are third in the Pacific. Wow. 16 wins and 12 losses, so they're decent. Good they're to see that they're relevant. Literally a middle-of-the-pack team, because they're 14th in the league, and there's 31 teams in the NHL. Oh, shocker. The team from Calgary is average. Oh, great. <laughs> really helping their case. I don't know why you're getting so angry about this. <laughs> like, literally, I see the veins popping out of your forehead right now. Like, I don't know why you're getting so angry. Continue. <laughs> okay. Tell tell the fans about well, Calgary. They played Arizona two days ago, and they, um, actually, they played Arizona yesterday, and... They were up... I'm seeing that they're up 4 nothing in the they second. They were up 4 nothing in the second. So what the hell happened? I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, God. They won 5-2. Oh. So that's pretty... Oh, I was hoping for some crazy, like, 5-4 Arizona comeback. Wild Phil Kessel, third period hat trick. Game winner in overtime. I know we have to keep in the Western Conference right now, but I want to go back to something later. Um, So they're a middle-of-the-pack team, which just want to segue into the Western Conference, and you're not going to want to hear this, but the first team in the West is St. Louis with 18 wins. Yeah, but they losses. suck now. They don't suck. They just lost. Three-game losing streak? The Bruins would never. I think the Bruins have. Anyway, um, second is Colorado with 19 wins and eight losses. And actually, no, they're both 18, 18 wins and eight losses. And third is Edmonton with 18 wins and 10 losses. Do you um, think, like, Colorado gives, like, the opposing team, like, oxygen tanks when they've had to play? No. I feel like that, that should be something, you know, available to them. Because you watch, like, the Denver Broncos, and there's oxygen tanks all over the sidelines because, like, the air's so thin that players just can't breathe. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, and, like, hockey is, sh- I mean, doors. holy shit. I understand that, like, shifts are, like, two minutes long. They're not even. They're, like, Not even. Seconds, but, like... Uh, those guys are gassed when they come off. Like I would, I would probably pass out if I had to like give a thirty second shift up in Colorado. I probably I'd absolutely pass out. Um, so professional athletes, but to go into like my question, this is probably a myth. My dad has like always said to me when I was growing up watching hockey, and we'd watch the Western Conference sometimes. That the Western Conference used to always seem to have the bigger players, the faster players. That they overall just seemed better but now looking at the standings um from east and west the eastern conference teams seem a lot better than the western conference teams so i mean just looking at stats wise um it's time for me to pull the standings yeah it's i mean i looked at them last night and by conference where they're a lot stronger the 
the most wins that like St. Louis has is 18 versus Washington has 22 and our second place is 20 and our third place also has 20. Yeah, it's not really close, is it? So it's not really that close and I mean, if you look if at you like look at games played, but if you look Washington at Washington has played the most games. Yeah. And they've won the most games. So it's kind of like we're kind of just like in a changing of the guard for the Western Conference. It's sort of like a transition phase for them because if, if you look at the teams that have dominated over the past decade, we've got the turn of the decade coming up. We're almost in the 20s. The Blackhawks and the Kings were both kind of like mini dynasties they were. over the course they were. of the last decade. And both and are they're... in last in their divisions. So, and they're in 14th and 15th in the conference. The Eastern Conference is like sort of just like right in the heart of the teams that have been dominating for the last year, like, still dominating. Yeah. The Capitals and the Bruins up at the top. Um, the Islanders, you can sort of see, starting to come back a little bit. The you Penguins are starting to... fall. wins. The Islanders, no, that's what I'm saying. They're yeah. starting, like, sort of starting to establish themselves as, like, Even a top Carolina. team. Yeah. The Penguins are sort of starting to fall, but still, even even though, like, the beasts of the East are still kind of at the top. Is that a thing? Did I just make that up on the spot? be honest, I don't know. So you like it, take the top two teams from each division that have dominated over yeah. the past from each conference that have dominated over the past ten years. Mm-hmm. For the Eastern Conference, it's the Capitals and the Bruins. They're at the top of their divisions. For the Western Conference, it was the Blackhawks and the mm-hmm. Kings. They're at the bottom of their divisions. So like, yeah, I agree. You can understand why the Western Conference is you know like there are some weaknesses, there are some flaws, but speaking of Boston and Washington, it's probably more competitive. Well, yeah. the Western Conference is a lot more competitive at the moment. You look at yeah. the tables and, like, there's because a twelve so game, close. there's a ten game, there's a like a twelve point gap between the best and the worst team in the Central, yeah. and fourteen points between the top and the bottom of the Pacific in the Eastern Conference. It's like the Bruins are on forty six points, the Red Wings are on seventeen. Yeah. So there's just pure domination, and uh, things are a lot closer in the West. So. Yeah. Come playoff time, maybe you want to be watching, even though the hockey, the teams might not be as good, maybe you want to be watching maybe. Western Conference uh, series because they're probably going to be a little bit more, a few more game sevens, a little bit more exciting. Speaking of Boston and Washington. Yeah, what about They it? played tonight. Oh, crap, really? So. Oh, 7 o'clock? Oh, I have TA hours. Shucks, I have to code. But, <laughs> no, seriously, I'm, I'm a capital C coder at the moment. So. You know what I'm making? Oh, this fits. Per- this is perfect. <laughs> okay. I'm currently coding an air hockey game. Really? It will be available online. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's due Sunday, so you can get it Sunday at eleven o'clock. Um, it'll be up. I'll post a link in the description. <laughs> I feel like I should just be like, "What is up, everybody?" My- <laughs> what is up, you guys? <laughs> it's a soft S. The only what is? What is- yes, what is- exactly. What is up, you guys? <laughs> Links in the description. Uh, check it out. <laughs> but yeah, so look at me feeling the hockey vibes, making my final coding project yeah, in our I'm hockey game. You. It'll I'm be fun. Hockey. Yeah. So can we get a game prediction out of you being a Boston? Oh, for the games, I okay. Let's see. The Caps are hot. Caps are hot. Wait, they just yeah okay. They just lost to the Blue Jackets. Kind of thumped them a little bit, five to two. But before that, they were winners of six straight. So the Bruins, I will say. I, I'm going to be objective here and say that the Bruins have not been playing their best hockey as of late. They've dropped three straight. Oh, crap. That's a <laughs> <laughs> That was great. I'm so happy we have that on recording. That was great. It's not your day today. It's fine. <laughs> We're, I'm going to say this game's in Washington. <laughs> last time I remember the Bruins playing in Washington was the first game of the year last year, mm-hmm. and they got thumped like 7-1. I, I don't feel good about this one. Two teams going in opposite directions at the moment. <laughs> Bruins aren't, Maybe the Bruins are a little bit desperate. We just got Bergeron back. I think the everyone's healthy. I'm still going to say Caps. I'm, I'll say like 4-2. It's probably going to be like mm-hmm. 4-1. Maybe the Bruins get a shorthanded goal late. Okay. I like that prediction. And then maybe, like, the Capitals get an empty netter. To make, I don't know. It, it, I don't think it's going to be... You're just really frazzled by the fact that you said the Bruins would never lose three straight, and they lost three straight. Well, that's just me being unpre- unprepared. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. 
that that hey, finals week. <laughs> but you finals just, week. But you just said it so confident. Finals week. Hey, they just lost three in a row, and then you realized <laughs> it. So it was just kind of great to watch all happen, which is another perfect segue. Can you tell that I wrote this for like pissing me off? No. Okay. This isn't gonna piss me. Oh off. wait, we get to talk about Tuka now. Yeah. So where's that dude from? Oh, he's yo. Tuka I know Tuka's. I... Where's he from? <laughs> if, wait, with three guesses, I will be able to get this. Okay. Guess one is he's Finnish. Good job. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. There we go. No, like, I the Bruins' see, Instagram I is always just talking see, about oh, his I nationality. I see, so, like, like, how much you knew. Look at, yeah. <laughs> I guess I haven't been watching recently, but, you know, that's just because, you know, other stuff's been going on. Hey, but now that my football, like fantasy football season's oh, over, right. I can get, I can right. focus full, like focus solely on hockey. Good job. No, oh, not a good job. Not, really. not a good job at all. Playoffs for football. And now I can finally dedicate more time to my fantasy hockey team. <laughs> we'll see how they're doing. Um, but while I do that, mm-hmm. we have a fantastic video of Tuca getting oh yeah i have no idea what the context of this video was the context of it either is was he actually mad or was he just like messing around i couldn't tell you we're four and six oh (laughs) i haven't updated my lineup in a while though everyone on my team is healthy that's unbelievable except for tarasenko rip but um we've got bergeron tonight we're currently losing I uh, forget this team. Yeah, I'm not gonna really <laughs> focus on that anymore. But let's let's watch the video again. Okay. And try to figure out what what the hell is going on here. Um. I sent it to you just like. What do you mean? Hey, Barbara posted it first. How did goalie tip? Actually posted it first. I saw it and I just didn't send it to you. When the stick is on day 29 of the warranty, be sure to smash it. Watch how two garage smashes it into four pieces so we can save money on shipping. Very wise veteran move. It looks like the entire Bruins team is having fun. End of practice, you know. Maybe it was an old stick. Just messing around. The people taking the video are laughing at him. So I, I think it... He just threw the net. <laughs> yeah, this has to be a joke. Wait, no. Okay, here's what I see is going on. What? This is definitely an intra-squad scrimmage. Yeah. Tuka's in black. The yeah. team in white celebrating. Tuka yeah. definitely just gave up, uh, you know, a few goals in the black and white scrimmage. And he's upset with himself. I think this is legit. Although he kind of just, like, laughs it off at the end. He's dancing to the start. I don't understand. Fantastic. Yeah, I don't understand. That stick... Held its, held its ground for a little while. Huh. I don't know what he's doing. Maybe someone will talk about it in a press conference and ask him, Tuka, hey, what's that video about? Because I'd love to see him explain that. No, I would also. Um, oh, yeah. He killed it. Um, what else is there? Yeah, I think he's dead. Fun fact... Oh, so I learned about this this week. I don't know why I feel like adding this in that I did. On the athletic? Uh, no, in my sport media class. Oh. You can't Actually, learn in your sports media class what you can learn from the athletic. <laughs> no, I can't learn. You're so annoying. I learned because we watched a documentary on uh, women in sport, and uh, the NHL was the first professional sport league to allow women journalists in the locker room. That was a fun fact. Like, way before everyone else. They weren't allowed in the NFL locker room until the 80s. I'm still surprised that people even go into a hockey locker room. Why? I Okay, say I was reporting on a game. Mm-hmm. I'd walk in that room, walk right out. Well, yeah, but you have to they, do your quotes. You have to do your some job. sweaty. Yeah, they're gross. That, you still have to do your job. I know, of course. I'm, I'm bitching a little bit. There it's was, a joke, obviously. But, like, oh, my God. In the NFL, a woman was sexually harassed by the Patriots, a woman journalist who went in the locker room for quotes. I never knew that. But that okay. When was this? Mm, I'm not quite sure when. I forgot her name too. And I had a quick wait. I had a. I think I have the right. before or after the Belichick era, because oh, that before it was in like the eighties. Yeah. Okay. Because that would never fly during the the new Patriots. That would never. Patriots. What? What do you mean? Like yeah, the turn of the century Patriots when you know the dynasty Pats, the whole do your job thing, Bill Belichick, accountability, team unity, you know. 
professionalism. You make me laugh. Um, you oh, brought up her the name was Lisa Olson. She wrote for the Boston. Oh, I know Club. her. Yeah, and she retreated to Australia for four years because people were like sending her death threats. Oh. Yeah, because the Patriots sexually harassed her in the locker room. Am I supposed to comment on that? Yeah, <laughs> like, you are, your team. Just saying. I wasn't alive then. No, it was yeah. No, but I just thought that was interesting. But then, like, my sport media professor added that the main reason that women were allowed in the hockey and the locker room for the NHL was that the NHL wasn't being covered all that much, so they just wanted to be covered by somebody. So oh, so they took the. Oh, so it was low key breaking down sexist barriers, but it was rooted in sexism anyway. Yeah. Because it was like the last assignment that any editor wanted to give their journalists. So they yeah, just like gave it to. All the women got hockey because like. It was the last thing available yeah, on the board. Um, they didn't want it, but... A lot of them grew to love it. Yeah. Personally, me, I wouldn't want to go in that locker room. But you gotta do what you gotta do. And apparently, like, the younger players are more okay with it. Okay, here, I have a hypothetical for you. you Henrik. Okay. For Wait, say, I don't know where I... Okay, go, go. Just go. You're a, you're, you're a reporter. Okay. For the New York Times. Mm-hmm. You're covering Game 7, Stanley Cup Final. Okay. It was in New York. Mm-hmm. Henrik Lundqvist, 40-save shutout. Mm-hmm. Made a huge save in overtime. It was 0-0 going to overtime. The Rangers win. Mm-hmm. Celebrations in the locker room. Mm-hmm. You see Henrik Lundqvist. Mm-hmm. You're the first reporter in there. Mm-hmm. You go over to talk to him. He's very sweaty. Okay. But he's very he's so, so happy that he wants to give you a hug. <laughs> Are you taking that hug? I from Henrik Lundqvist. <laughs> Any day. Mind you, you are dri- you are now Any dripping day. like you're drenched. <laughs> you don't you didn't have a raincoat or anything. I I don't care. I would take a hug from Henry Longquist anytime. And it's they won Game Seven. Like I can only dream to be alive when that happens. I was just gonna say like in your wildest dreams you'll hug Henrik Longquist after Game Seven <laughs> of the Stanley Cup Final. My wildest dreams would be an analyst alongside Henry. What if it was a Game 7 loss and he needs a consoling hug? Sure. Like I said, I'll take a hug from Henry Glockwitz anytime. But then he's, like, crying on your shoulder. I don't know. That seems like more of a problem that his wife should handle. Does he have a wife? He does. He has a daughter also. Oh, very nice. How old is he? He's very old, isn't he? Maybe not. 40? Yeah. Dude's been around his yeah. Forty two. He's just always been there. I've been, like I've known him since I've started watching. He's the king of New York. Hockey. Aaron Judge is the king of New York. He's the king. Kind of Lundqvist. There are so many New York sports stars over the past that are kings in New York. As opposed, maybe we can have like. That's me. <laughs> But it's not even a debate that I want to entertain because, like, why would I advocate for anybody being the king of New York? They're all bums. For those of you who are listening, I just rolled my eyes. That was. Have you ever heard my my impersonation of a Boston Red Sox fan when Aaron Judge comes up on deck? I'll do it after because I don't want to do it on the pod. (laughs) I've been told it's spot on. I keep forgetting you're a Boston fan. I don't know why. You know why. You don't know why you keep forgetting, though. No, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I don't know why I keep forgetting. I know obviously know why you're a Boston fan. I just keep forgetting that you're a Boston fan. Because you're not, like, you don't behave like a typical Boston fan. Shout out, Papa Stites. I, what do you mean I don't behave like a typical like you're Boston not fan? irritating. That means I mean, a lot. sometimes you irritate me, but I know it's all perfect. Jackie, let me tell you something about the culture of Boston and what it means to be a true oh Boston fan. God. Oh, yeah, so you're going to have a moment now. See, in Boston, we it, it's title town. We have, and in order to win championships, there needs to be a certain level of professionalism, you know, a certain level of respect, I accountability. I just said. And I take it back. A certain, level, that, a certain back. level of humility. And... You know, being raised a Boston fan, you're you're taught respect. You're taught what you it means. Were, most people aren't. Maybe that was just my dad teaching Maybe me how to be a proper Boston fan. Then shout out to your dad because he's awesome for that because he made you tall. Now, clearly, what I'm saying right now is <laughs> contradictory to what I'm actually saying. My actions don't match the words I'm saying because it's clearly. just this is clearly a joke, but. Um, you know, Boston. You know, there's a different culture in Boston. There's a winning culture that not a lot of other cities understand. Um, to name a few, Philly. 
Oh, that's only one. <laughs> but you know, you know that, that's how you know winners are made. They're, they're bred in Boston, and that's why there's a championship culture in Boston, and that's why fans are so humble. Um, you know, professional like like you see here. So, are you done now? Just about. Because that was a little uh, crap. Obviously. We're very off topic. You annoyed me now. <laughs> oh, perfect time to talk about the Flyers. Oh, yes. Have you... Disgusting. Uh... <laughs> Why is this team relevant? I mean, they shipped everyone out. They're basically. They're third in the Metro. <laughs> I guess Carter Hart's pretty good. I'm going to be honest. I can't really name a lot of Flyers players. I don't think the only one I ever knew was I Simmons. That's the only reason I would ever look at the Flyers. Only one I ever knew was Wayne Simmons, and he's... Wait, he's gone, right? Yeah, they got rid of Simmons at the deadline last year. Let's look up the Flyers roster and see how many people we actually freaking know. The fact that this team is third in the division is just... Okay, the only reason I know all these names is because I watch him play. Claude Giroux has been in the league longer than I've been alive. Okay. Um, And then everyone else... Jacob Voracek, sure. Gossip Spear... Clay has his jersey. And everyone else is just a random dude who doesn't even matter. Oh, James Van Riemsdyk. When did that happen? I don't know. Sean Couturier. Oh, I'm Kevin a... Hayes. Yes. I'm about to take some. I'm... We're misspoken. Because this lineup's kind of stacked. Clearly. And you're going to watch a game with Clay. Yeah, That's... maybe I'll take someone else. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, <laughs> we're gonna have a good time, maybe. Really though, we'll see. You're scared. To There's even probably gonna be some. Shirt. I am scared to wear. It. No, though, like I would, if we were in normal seats, I wouldn't. I would wear a Bruins jersey, but uh, like, I don't understand like the etiquette or you know for, for box. Hey, I just buy normal tickets, man. I don't know. Hopefully the Flyers aren't this hot when we go to play them. <laughs> Because that's a good couple weeks from now. No, no, it's a good month from now. It's late January. No, no mid-January. Right towards the end of break. But, um, yeah. That'll be a lot of fun. That's going to be my first ever Bruins game. Is it? Uh, first ever NHL game. Aw. Aw. That's fun. Baby's first NHL game. Yeah, that's fun. I'll always remember my first one. Tell us about it. Oh, wait, I you have. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we we should really. We should no, but it's it's a lot of fun. Honestly, if you don't like it, like if you don't like hockey, you should just go. It's just a really fun. Oh, it's gonna be so much different in person. Like yeah, I think it's the best spectator sport in person. But that's just me. Sure. How cold is it? It's obviously cold in there. Dude, it's indoors. You can wear that and be fine. Yeah, but they have to keep like the place at a certain like. Because when I went to my high school freezing okay when i went to my high school hockey games it was like uncomfortably cold no it's not it's it's very comfortable i don't even wear a winter jacket because i don't need to go out i wear a sweatshirt and my jersey back when my boy scout troop went to see the philadelphia phantoms the um (laughs) minor league affiliate of the philadelphia flyers because that's why go to a flyers game when you can go to a phantoms game go to a phantoms game like my mom had me believe in we were going to like the frick the freaking Arctic. She like hat, gloves, the whole nine. I was like That's what my mom thought too. Ten years old. She was like, You're gonna catch a cold. I was like, What? It's very comfortable. I mean I prefer cold, but like you don't need like a winter jacket, like or anything like that. I just wear a sweatshirt and a jersey and I'm fine. Good. So I'll do this. You know what? No, yeah, I'm wearing a Bruins jersey. I'm like, what? <laughs> Come on. Come on. I'm yeah. not going to talk to anyone, like, there. Like, if someone tries to talk to me... You probably will run into Bruins fans. Yeah, like, that, that'll be fun. You see a Bruins fan just, like, walking by. I don't even know the dude. Up top. I, yeah, go Bees! This, this is, this is bringing back a story that I don't think I ever told you. It's hockey-related. Oh, good. So, me and my friend Melanie um, went to a Rangers, Rangers-Bruins. This was two years ago. And they won. Like, the Rangers won. 
and there were like a ton of Bruins fans everywhere. So us and like a mob of people were just screaming in Bruins fans' faces, let's go Rangers. Oh, you should've gotten punched. It was a really good time. No one was gonna punch a 16-year-old girl. Underneath rays of gold, your body also close. No, I can't forget, no. When I saw you on the dance floor, oh, I saw you who saw me first. I guess it's history now and I shouldn't care, but it still hurts. I didn't realize the danger. Okay, we're back after six days of not being on air because we decided that what we had prior to this um, was pretty short and we weren't going to make an episode out of it, so we're just going to continue this now. But since then, we've had... We're in the middle of finals week, (laughs) and I myself just popped two Tylenol because I'm feeling the effects, and I had a 7.30 a.m. final today. And I just had a huge essay to finish writing right after that. And now we're here, but I get to relax and do a podcast. So I'm happy with that now. But I still have more finals to come. <laughs> but, Jackie, you're done. I am done. Congratulations. Thank you. I, I didn't it. mean it. <laughs> That's not well, sincere. And also because we're not doing a podcast for a month. We aren't doing a podcast for a month. So thank goodness we're here. And thank you for <laughs> staying on campus so that we could do this. Even and... though you could totally be out of here. <laughs> well... I'd be halfway home if I were you right now. This is I'm con- <laughs> This is still episode nine, unfortunately. So, but we can call right. it episode nine part two. Okay. And just so then technically we'll hit double digits. Yes, yeah, if you want to look at it that way, we okay, can call I'm it. I'm gonna that. look at it that way. Okay, cool. But um, okay, so we have new stars of the week because obviously it's a new week. week. So who are they? Oh, so Max Pacioretty. He has five goals and three assists and one overtime goal. He's on Vegas, so. Not really sure how Vegas is. How have they been doing at the moment? That's just what I was going to say. I'm honestly not too sure. You can tell hockey's not been at the front of our minds just because, you know what's been the front of of my mind? Freaking religion (laughs) and literature. And so, sorry if we are not well-versed in what's happened this last week in the NHL. I certainly have not been following at all. So, Vegas has 18 wins and 13 losses, so they're about an average team. Fair. Um... They're where they should have been when they started expanding. Yeah, I... They just completely reversed yeah. what they should have done. But I'm loving the West at the moment. <laughs> they have the Wild tonight, and they're kind of hot. Actually, yeah. no, they've won their last two. And I guess Max Pacioretty is the reason. I guess so. And then number two is Anthony DeClaire. And I'm kind of not surprised because Ottawa's been doing pretty well. So he has five goals, one assist, and a hat trick. So, that's pretty awesome. Oh my gosh, speaking of hat-tricks, you know who I saw had a hat-trick the other day? Who? Because I saw this on Instagram, Nolchari had a hat-trick last night. Yeah, I saw that too. And I loved him as a player on the Bruins. And we all know who Nolchari is because of a certain call that I haven't really talked about since, I guess, episode three. So, that's in the past, and I'm going to forget about that. Oh, I don't know, I'm just (laughs) just estimating, but Nolchari, it was someone that was sad to see the Bruins let go, and he's doing big things for the Panthers, I believe. Nolchari's on the Panthers now. Yeah. So, the Panthers are surprisingly the most, doing well. Have to be the most hot and cold team so far all year. They're third in the Atlantic. Like, weren't they just last? I feel like they were just no, last. No, they in the weren't. The um, Detroit, I believe, still remains at last, and I don't think that that's going to change anytime. So yeah, Detroit and the Devils. So you know what I always see with the Panthers, and I oh, have... and I lied. Ottawa's not doing well. They're in twenty ninth. Clearly, I've just not been paying attention. Well, that's both of us, but have, have I gone on my rant on this podcast yet about the NHL power rankings when they put them up on their Instagram? No, you haven't. And the Panthers remind me of this because they're consistently, like, out of the rankings, and next thing you know, they're in the top five. The NHL power rankings I have such an issue with because, yep, the RA is... Wait, what? what? We'll go back and replay that later, but someone just screamed on our floor. It was probably Caleb. Okay, yeah. Apparently the RA of this floor is an opera singer. Yeah, he sings a lot. So you may... We're in a different location, too. We're in Jackie's room today, because her roommate's gone, and my roommate's asleep at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So that's just great. My ass is up since 6.30 in the morning with finals and essays to write. You've had a full day already. You've had, like, seven... Almost a seven... I've had two full days already. Like, the last three days have just blurred into one. But I forget what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. I'm not even... (laughs) In any condition to get mad about the power rankings anymore. I've already had... People have told me this is, like, a really stupid take. 
But the NHL power rankings are just so, like, they're fluctuating so much all the time. And the Florida Panthers, like, next thing you know, they're in the top five. Next thing you know, they're not even ranked and they're in dead last. They've been the most hot or cold team, I, I believe, so far this year. They're, it's just run after run, and then they're just losing and losing and losing and losing and losing. Yeah. And Must then, be frustrating to be a fan. They're probably just always thinking, you know, like, oh, we got it together now. Well, Here we gonna come. We're going to get into my frustration oh. in a little bit. I think the hand motions are coming out today because I am okay, extremely well, frustrated. Let's at least give Jack Eichel a chance because yeah. he is the fir- so, third yeah, star. So, yeah, Jack Eichel is the third star, and I believe he was a star last week with five goals, one assist, and he has a 16-game point streak. That's pretty awesome. Very impressive. That's Jack Eichel's been – I have no idea who this dude was coming into the year, <laughs> but, I mean, if you don't know who he is now, you've been living under a rock because Jack yeah. Eichel's playing out of his mind this year. Yeah. And he's, like, probably the sole reason for, the, like, so much Sabres success this year. Yeah. We I know how hot of a start they got off to this year. And, I mean, really, it's just no one to attribute to that success other than Jack Eichel and, obviously, my boy Marcus Johansson, who the Bruins messed up again by not – obviously, you can't sign everyone. You can't get everyone big contracts after you go to the Stanley Cup, but mm-hmm. I understand that. But it's just too bad. And we're seeing the effects those two are having on the Sabres at the moment. Yes, They're playing are. good hockey. They're playing very good hockey. All right. I'd like to take a minute. Do we so, want to do Taylor Hall first? Sure. We'll do Taylor Hall first. That's uh, big so news. That is huge news. Taylor Hall, at the end of this year, his contract is up, and he has decided to go to Arizona. So Arizona has made some big moves in the last year. Phil Kessel, now Taylor Hall. They're, yeah. What they're... Pretty, they're sitting pretty good in the West right now. People are talking about them maybe going to like Western Conference Finals. That's been a question that you see popping up now. And I don't know about it this comes year, out of though. nowhere. Maybe this but, year. But like obviously, we thought there would be like, you know, some like growing pains and like, yeah. you know, some period of development. But so far, they've shown no signs of, um, like, they're they're really just like off to a hot start and. They're still on, like, keeping pace for... The Devils got three players. They also got a 2020 conditional first-round pick and a 2021 conditional third-round pick. This was a heavy trade. This was a lot happening here. And I'm very surprised, though, that Taylor Hall really didn't try and up his contract with the Devils considering that they're in the middle of a rebuild, I thought, especially with P.K. Subban. He's, like, such a well-known veteran on the team. I'm surprised that he didn't want to try and stick out this rebuild. Yeah. Because I think in the next five years, the Devils are going to be a serious threat in the East. Um, They're just working through growing pains, and, I mean, so are the rest of the teams that are going through rebuilds right now. The Rangers are going through a ton of pain. They're giving me pain, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> Um, can't wait. <laughs> but I'm I'm surprised that I'm just surprised that he would he would go to Arizona. I mean I know it's not totally in his control, but I'm surprised that the Devils didn't want to try and keep him as part of their rebuild. Yeah, and from looking from the Coyotes' perspective, um, you you know, looking at their roster now, they sign a veteran like Phil Kessel in the offseason obviously that's great but that's more of like a win now sort of move that yeah, I was kind of surprised to see and they're not in any position to win now and then when they go and do this they lose a 2020 first rounder I think right in yes. 2020 first round pick and then like 2021 so it depends on how yeah, they do in the playoffs of course but and then like 2021 like a third rounder I think yeah, third round. was also in there so I mean those are two like serious draft picks that they're giving up and I still don't think that those are like this is a team that should be starting from the ground up, yeah. but they're kind of just they're in kind a weird of, middle ground. Yeah, they're sort of like can't make a decision. Jumping ahead too fast, I think. I agree. Because like they made some moves that I honestly don't think that that are some teams that like because if you looked at the possible trade destinations for Taylor Hall, um, there were teams that you know had a serious chance to make pushes towards the Stanley Cup this year, mm-hmm. and Arizona came out of nowhere and yeah. made this deal, and they gave up some picks that I thought they desperately needed to you know, started like, build some youth, but, you know, there, there's, I'm not going to say there's enough there to make a serious push to a Stanley Cup, mm-hmm. Phil Kessel's there, Nick Schmaltz, Carl Steinberg, like, you know, there's some, I'm not sure what Taylor Hall is going to do to this team, they're obviously playing good I'm, hockey. I'm honestly not sure either, just because I, I'm, like, with the Rangers, I saw an angle on their rebuild, I saw what they were trying to do, they wanted all young players, they wanted to build this, they literally wanted to start from scratch, and... That would just start from scratch, new coach, new team, everything. But now with the Devils, I'm not quite sure. Um, the Devils, I'm sorry. With Arizona, I'm not quite sure how it goes there. And then before that, actually, Jersey fires their head coach. 
Yeah, maybe that you got to figure that has something so, to do with. So it definitely had something to do with that. Yeah, you're like talking about how Taylor Hall maybe doesn't want to stick out the end of his contract. You just got to wonder what the locker room's like there and what the culture's like at the moment. Maybe it's just like a bad place for him. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but that's the situation. That's <laughs> the situation now is Taylor Hall's a Coyote. So we'll see how that plays out. Do we know when he? Um, is he it's playing the, yeah, today? It's, no, uh, I'm not Probably sure. not yet. Um, no, it's contracts up at the end of the year, so he'll be in Arizona after this year. Oh, see, that's me not knowing how hockey <laughs> works quite yet. But um, I honestly thought Coyotes would just inherit that contract. But Yeah. I'd like cool, to, good po- to know. point out something. I sent this to you, but you ignored it, and that's totally fine. But that the last time... The you have something you want to say? The last time the Maple Leafs made it past the first round of the playoffs. Malkin and Ovechkin were not in the NFL, NHL. No, I responded to this, so I The Marlins I don't were the you World Series champions, and Austin Matthews was six years old. I responded to this because Talk I... Talk about pain. Like, I say I'm in pain, but at least I don't make it to the playoffs. At least I don't have false hope. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but the reason is that, like, because every year, it's just like, oh, yeah, we're in the playoffs now. Oh, great, we have to play the Bruins in the first round again. Every single year, it's Bruins-Leafs first round. And, like, don't think I'm... Every single year, it's a great series. Game seven, like game seven. Not gonna lie, I was so excited. I thought the Leafs could do it. You thought they were gonna do it last year. I was like, they can do it. I was like, I believe in Mitch Marner. So did I. Those guys were nuts. Like, I don't know how we actually stopped them because Rask slid on his head. But yeah, I mean, eventually, it's been like a whole like bend don't break for the Bruins whenever they played the Maple Leafs in the first round. Because every single year is just nail biting. Like the Bruins know, like oh, we get past the Leafs and it might be smooth sailing towards the rest <laughs> of the cup. <laughs> because we always know it's probably the most difficult series of like it's become like a really sweet rivalry. No, it so, has been. Uh, I enjoy. I just know, even though I, the Bruins oh can't win it, in Toronto it for just, the same. It didn't destroy my mental state, but it gave me like. Oh, now I have to watch the Bruins play in the rest of the Eastern Conference. Oh boohoo! But I knew it was going to be a good <laughs> series. Um. I'm curious to see what happens this year. I don't know if the Leafs are going to Well, let's see how it shapes. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, honestly, if they do, it's going to be as the last seed, and the (laughs) Bruins are going to be a top seed, and it might as well just happen again. Oh, man. There's no one the Bruins would hate to face more than the Maple Leafs in the first round. And every Bruins fan can attest that. Right now, no, because the Maple Leafs are a little bit shaky. I don't even care if the Maple (laughs) Leafs are shaky right now. It's just always going to go to, like, game six, game seven. That's Those just how good. it is. Game six and game sevens are the best types of games to watch. I'd rather sweep every Who team. Who wants to watch a sweep series? That's just because you're a Boston fan. Well, you're yeah, so of course. Winning. You're Where's telling me the you, excitement? You're telling me you want to see the Rangers go to game seven every single time? I did watch the Rangers go to a game seven, and then I watched them lose. <laughs> Yeah, tell me how like tell me how that feels. I've watched the it Bruins go to like two straight shit. Stanley. Cup. I've seen the Bruins go to two Stanley Cup game sevens and lose. Yeah, but it's exciting when it's happening. No, yeah, but it's just uh, <laughs> the higher you look, go, the harder the fall. I mean, it's just you're like correct, but like I haven't had a playoff run with my team since 2014. It's always it's always 2014. This. It's always this with the Bruins. Like you guys can't see what I'm doing, but I learned an Italian American word for like freaking like heartburn or whatever the hell it's it is. Agenda. Every single time the Bruins go to a game 7, it's just like, "Oh my god, here we go." I don't like Bruins in game 7s. Why? I'm sure like if you look Anything at Bruins game 7, I'm sure if you look at Bruins in game 7s in the past, like maybe they have a winning record, but it's just the ones that you remember are the ones that hurt the most. So I just rather not see game sevens anymore. I love game sevens. They're the best. Oh, the best is when the finals go to game. But seven. honestly, the thing is like, because the Blues in the Western Conference Final Series, how many games did that go to? Like a lot. Yeah. Maybe six or seven. I think six. I think six. The Bruins swept the Hurricanes, and I co- oh, I wanted to cry when that happened. But here's the thing. I was on the verge of tears. If your team can survive Game 7s, I fully believe that, yeah, you're playing a lot of hockey, but when you have layover time, going from series to series, that really is a whole lot worse than teams who just, like, go and, like, playing hockey every day. Well, you know how the playoffs work. They So they play two games in one location, two in another. Yeah. And then they uh, switch off, like, mm-hmm. every game. One, one, so, one. um, it's a lot of traveling, but... I really have momentum and then rest in yeah in the 100%. Stanley Cup playoffs. So um, yeah, sweeps are great and they're they really no, take a load off. Not. I hate but, I hate watching sweeps because it's not as entertaining. Like it's a blowout. You yeah, just, but what about like when the Flyers come back in from a three nothing deficit and beat the Bruins in seven games and go down three goals in Game Seven and then still come back and win the Game Seven? That's always fun to watch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It is. So. 
It is fun to watch. That's about the depth of my <laughs> hockey history okay, knowledge. So I'm going to hand it over to you. Hand, okay. And unless I just, there's, there's something I wanted first. to point this out, too, because I thought this was just really funny. Five NHL coaches have been fired since the Red Wings last won a game this season. What's with, like, I mean, what's with the quick triggers all around the league right no, now? No, that? that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I am trying to is make the Red, is, is the, that Detroit the Red is Wings really, suck. really bad. And I'm really sorry. I have a cousin who's a Detroit Red Wings fan. Have they won in, like, a month? But, hold on. They have nine wins. They won against the Canadians on Saturday. They have 23 losses and nine wins. That's really bad. Three. They did just go on a little two-game win streak. rating is negative 60. That's disgraceful. Yes. Not a good hockey team. Who do they still have? Dylan Larkin. There was a dude who used to play on that squad. Um, I'm never going to remember his name. He's definitely not there anymore, but it was just like a dude who I always just hated playing the Red Wings because he was nasty. I'm never going to remember his name, and you might not either, but Dylan Larkin's the best this team's got. Yeah. I'll figure it out. I'll come up with it eventually at some point throughout the podcast and I'm just gonna yell that name out and you're not gonna know what I'm talking about but that's fine it was a weird name it was um <laughs> Applicator <laughs> whatever the hell that dude's name was but um he was a sick player for Detroit for a while and he just always used to kill the Bruins but there it is that's the extent of my hockey history knowledge so what do you have in here about so- the Flyers Suspended three games for interference. You should watch this hit. It's bad. Is this really bad? So bad. (sighs) Coincidence that I used some place for a Philly squad. Okay, we're going to watch a clip here. And maybe I'll play it with volume so that... Oh, this is on The Athletic? Nope. Okay, good. I can watch it then. Oh, my God. We have an ad. (laughs) It's a bad hit. Give me nine seconds until this ad's over. Is it high? I guess I'll just have to watch the hit. Yeah, just watch. Well, he was suspended, so... Three games. Is that a long time in hockey for a hit? Nah. Well, yeah, kind of. For a hit. I love that NHL is posting this on their website. Sunday night in Winnipeg. Flyers Who's this commentating on this? I have no idea. Was assessed a major this is... And a game misconduct. This is on... Whoa. Wait, that was... Yeah, that was the hit. That was really late. Shows. After a shot on goal... Faraby is knocked to the ice as he battles in front of the window. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and he retaliates. His always... teammate retaliates. Okay, it's always the second guy. It's always the second hit. We know that. So who's surprised? I mean, nobody, but it's still a bad hit, and this has been happening all around the league. Uchnevich was hit high last night. Not as bad Wait, no, it was a dude who got cross-checked in the crease who comes and gets him. Oh, yeah, it was. You're correct. Yeah. Yeah, not ideal. That's up in the jaw, so... That was, um... Dude's probably in concussion protocol somewhere. A hit on Buchnevich last night. He literally got elbowed in, like, the side of the face. Yeah. And got not... He was out of it for a while. He had to be... There was concussion protocol. He had to leave. It was bad, but... Again, I'm seeing more suspensions this season than last season. Yeah, and we talk about it all the time that... NHL is like, we always figured that they were going to be the last to crack down on, you know, like, forceful contact or anything along those lines. But, I mean, when you do stuff like that, and NHL players are always going to be like, let us play, you know, let us still, like, it's going to be like, eventually you're not even going to be able to breathe on a guy without getting a penalty. But when you do stuff like that, that's why the league feels the need to change things. Yeah. Um, Ironically enough, apparently the league concussion protocol, or what I've heard, is just not good. Yeah, I don't doubt that. It's really, really bad. Like, do you remember when the Bruins played the Rangers over break? Mm-hmm. And Brad Marchand had to mm-hmm. go to the locker room yeah. at the end of the period. They didn't even look at him during intermission. They looked at him at the start of the third period, and he couldn't get back on ice. That's yeah. why he came back onto the ice, like, three minutes into the third period. Yeah. And he couldn't play. And he just sounded off on his own training staff. Yeah. Um, in concussion protocol. That the concussion protocol just in the NHL just needs to change and needs to get better. Obviously, it should be there. Yeah. Concussions are nothing to take lightly. I mean... You look at hits in the NFL, they're always changing the helmet year to year to make sure that because CTE yeah, but the is such a problem. Do anything. Yeah, and the helmets in the NHL are just like really just like yeah. what the hell is the point in having a helmet? Because those things are just Because well it's different because high hits are illegal. Yeah. Like that like it like you can't hit somebody in the head. So like you go at someone with your body, you're gonna hit their body too. You're not mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you can get a concussion just from like whiplash movement, is always whiplash. But you're not, like, directly going at somebody with your head. And it's just, I just hate to see these suspensions. And it was a terrible hit. And he, yeah, should have got suspended. But 
I just think it's getting out of hand. Like, the players, not even the concussion protocol. I just think the players, like, it's just getting out of hand with, like, because I feel like every two weeks I see someone else was suspended for three or four games for, like, a terrible hit. So, I don't know. I just don't like it. That's why I put that in there. It's a good take. But, uh, so tell me about your team. Okay, we gotta take a minute. And I'll, I'll bow out. And I'll just let you go. We gotta take a minute. And this is what everyone waits for. This is because... what people watch for or listen for. Because when you saw me in the library, how did I look? Yeah, okay, <laughs> I came over. It was two and a half. Like, you looked like your team was down for nothing going into the third period. And then I look at the score. It's 0-0, zero, zero, two and a half minutes into the first period. And I was like, what the hell could have happened okay, in this but, amount of time but, for you to have your head in your hands just but you, but pissed I knew, off? But I knew. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, it happened. Oh, so Panarin was on a four-game score sh- um, scoring streak. Actually, now he's on a five-game scoring streak. It's almost like he's a good night. hockey player. The Rangers just came back from their West Coast trip. They How did you on that trip? One and one. Okay, so I was wrong Decent. about yeah. Decent. I said they were gonna get swept. Any good coach would take that, but then they didn't have practice Sunday. Okay. So rest over preparation. Yes. Always a big question. And then... What do you think? So you think they no, should practice? No, I think they should have because you have to adjust. The, it's a four-hour time difference. So you got to... Your body has to readjust to being back in... So they were right to take the day yes, off. Yes, they were right to take the day off. But just... I watched them play and it just made me have a brain aneurysm. <laughs> like... The rain... So... The Rangers were terrible the first 15 minutes. Just awful. Just, like, sounds were just coming from me, and Kelly was looking at me like, what the hell is wrong with you? They were just so bad. And then they did really well the last five minutes of the first. I was like, okay. Preds were, Preds were up one nothing. Five minutes left. The Rangers were applied pressure. They There's all, signs of life, at yes. The, at the beginning of the period, the shots were 7-3 to three Predators. At the, by the end of the period, they were 10-7 to seven Rangers. Wow, very nice. I was nice. like, okay, maybe we've got something here. Five minutes left. They drew a penalty. I was having a good time. I was like, I'm going to go back to my room. I'm going to watch the rest of the game. And then I kept it on. The second period was a lot of just meh hockey a lot of the time especially in the middle of the first and in the second there were a lot of turnovers on both sides in the neutral zone no team can make it past the blue line on either side and it would just made for horrible hockey like the amount of turnovers which i was just it was just awful i just wasn't a good game and then and then and then we get a little oh, no. aggressive. Brendan Lemieux takes a 10-minute misconduct. Oh, my God. So he's sitting in the box. They're not down a man, but he's off the lineup, so they have to make adjustments because he was on the third line. And he's cursing, and, like, the camera's just on him, and he's, like, hitting his stick in the penalty box, and he's going nuts. It was very entertaining. I relate. I'm a hothead. But... You gotta be on the ice cream team, man. And then... <laughs> He was playing He was playing well. That was the thing. He was one of the few who could penetrate the neutral zone and who was trying to make plays and who was actually hitting somebody because it really bothers me when... Just Rolling over and that. Yeah. yeah, bothers me. Just hit him. Jeez. <laughs> By the end of the game, it was 3-3. Three, three. Actually, no. It was 3-2 because a goal got called back. Oh, it didn't for cross what? the line. This was the line. The puck was here. It didn't so cross. it didn't go in. But it was Panarin. And then... But he did extend his score streak. And then... And then... Oh my gosh. They take Georgiev out. It was 4-2. Actually, Pred scored another goal. I missed it because I was packing. Because I just figured, what the hell, this is over. And then they got an empty net goal. And then... It was 5-2. And at the end of the game... The Rangers had 41 shots on goal. And two goals. Take a guess how many many the Predators had. 24 or something? Yes. Wait, really? They had 24 (laughs) shots on goal. Shut up. Am I right? (laughs) Yes, because I wrote it in the doc. You probably saw it. Oh. Oh. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Um. Yes, 24. 24. Georgiev let in four 
of 24. It sounds like you just shouldn't rest Lundqvist at all. It just sounds like... It sounds like, like Lundqvist just, just has to play 82 like, games. And then they were 0-4 on a power play. Can't have that. I was just... They're like... Spe- <laughs> was listening to Sam Rosen and Joe Micheletti, as you would, because they're color and play-by-play. Yeah. And they were just like, special teams has really been a problem for this Rangers squad. And I was like, that's a so. really nice way of putting it. It's a hell of an understatement. But, um... So, I was frustrated. I was extremely frustrated. I still am extremely frustrated because the next game is against Toronto on Friday. At home, and you have a long, you have a long time until that disappointment has to hit. You can have hopeful optimism until Friday, but then Friday comes 7 o'clock at night when you're probably doing nothing. <laughs> what a jab no, that I, I will, didn't exactly mean I to I will take. be, my hands will be in fish. I will be helping cook at Friday at 7 o'clock. Oh. Instead of watching the Rangers. I will be watching. I'll put it on. So you have to cook fish and watch the Rangers at the same time? Yeah. Prayers. Um... But I usually, when I'm doing something, I put it on more just so I can listen to the playback. You have winnable games coming up after that, though. Actually, no, you don't. No, we don't. Nope. No, we don't. There's really no break in mm-hmm. your schedule. But, oh, well, that's the reality of the situation. You just gotta, what yeah, deal with it. the youngest team in the NHL. What, you gonna keep riding that excuse? I'm not, I was being number one. That was, like, half sarcasm. You're so, like, uh, hell, you have a winning record. You're 16 and 13. Shit could be worse. Is it just like what? What's your real problem? You're just like being teased, or something yes. like you keep thinking your team's finally got it, but you just really don't. Yes, precisely. That is my issue. My issue is okay. they do really well, like against the Capitals, and then they win. Oh, do I want to put that? Do I want to play that clip at the moment? Because... And then and then they just lose to like Ottawa two days later. I don't know what to say to that. That's my issue. It's you can't be losing to Ottawa. You. It's inconsistent. We just lost to Ottawa. <laughs> Can't be losing to Ottawa. <laughs> we got blown out by Ottawa, five to two. Yeah, you did. Yeah, we were struggling for a little while there, but look at the four straight home games that you want to. <laughs> oh, you want to mention that too? Uh, a three-two loss I to think the Tampa Bay Lightning. In the beginning of this episode last week, I've addressed that the Bruins have not been playing good hockey at the moment. You did address that. Because but this was on Thursday, so we continue said, to lose. Because you said, can't be losing three straight. You look on and the Bruins oh, are shit. losing three straight. Three straight. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I mean, a lot of frustration, and we're hitting the... Um, you may be frustrated. I just know that every team has to go through a rough patch eventually, and I'm glad that it's happening mid-December instead yeah. of May. So, Yeah, I mean... You know, 21-7-6... Hell, 48 points. I don't... That's... The Capitals are still just, like, running away with the freaking league. Dominating. Letting in a lot of goals, though. Yeah. But still just scoring, though. Yeah. Ungodly hard. amount of goals. Pasternak still leads the league in goals, They've though. That's fun to follow. three games at home. That's it. Have the Yeah, the Bruins have the finally Bruins lost have a lost game at home. The Bruins have lost one game at home. Yeah, we just can't... But hit. five overtime at home. Yeah. So... Yeah. I would be a little concerned if I were you. About overtime games? Yeah. Yeah, there's always just something, like, there's always just, like, a weird glitch about a team. Yeah. Year to year. It's maybe the Bruins this year, it's just, like, you can't win an overtime, and that's really gonna suck. Come Not even winning, some... but it's just... Because, like, a point now is fine. Like, yeah. you're gonna be like, yeah... But in the playoffs, you but, know, they yeah. eliminate shootouts. It's mm-hmm. overtime until you win. But so I like that, and it's 5-on-5, five five, though. But it's 5-on-5, five five, yes, though. Yes, that is true. The 3-on-3 three three format doesn't fit us. But oh, when it's really? Five, it doesn't? This has been well-established, Rick. <laughs> I took my words. I ate my words a long time ago, so we don't have to go back there. But um, the 5-on-5 five five suits the Bruins, so maybe it's not that big of a concern at the moment. But there's always just that thing, like that tangible thing about a team, whether it's like, I'm not going to question the heart of the Bruins that, you know, for some reason they just shut down when they get into overtime. I'm not going to question that. It's way too soon to say that, but at this point in time, I guess it's just, like, we don't know how to handle our three-on-three overtime lines. I don't really know what that means, like... It's, like, special teams. I've never played hockey, so I have no idea what it feels like to play three-on-three compared to five-on-five. It's exhausting. Yeah, of course, but... Like, um, you're gassed. Obviously, like, you can't predict overtime, so you can't give your top line a rest at the end of the fourth. Like, it's always just that thing, like... Maybe we just gotta up our conditioning. Maybe the teams just gotta like hit it harder maybe. in practice, and we've just gotta do a few extra wind sprints at that. Maybe they gotta do. Maybe a, we gotta um, do the miracle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the scene from the miracle. That was hilarious. That's on this episode. 
that was video. Or maybe that was two episodes I ago. I that was two episodes I'm having trouble remembering what was, was even Halloween. on this episode. No, it was that was ha- Halloween. That was a long time ago. Oh, fantastic video. Fantastic video. Fantastic. Wow. The Bruins have four straight home games. That's going to be fun to watch over break. I'm excited for that. And then the Capitals at home the night before Christmas Eve. That's fun. That's on a Monday night. I'll probably be able to watch that. I, I promise I'm going to start watching more hockey. <laughs> maybe without Jackie's consent, I'll do a few episodes on my own when we go home for break. That's fine. And I can say whatever I want. <laughs> Which basically means it's just going to be an hour of him, or a half hour, I should say, of him saying things that just piss Think me we can't off. go for an hour? You by yourself? About hockey? Is that a challenge? Sure. Let's see if I can do it. We'll see if I can do it. Stay tuned <laughs> till, um, till next week to see if I can go an hour on hockey by myself. I'll have nothing to do, so maybe I'll just, like, go crazy preparing, you know, one hell of a show. Like I used to do? Maybe, like, the fans will just, like, give us some feedback and say, yo, kick Jackie off the show. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe just let it be you, dude. Like, (laughs) you've got it now. But, um... Well... That Tylenol has not kicked in yet. I've still got a headache, so... Finals week, kicking my ass. Not exactly Jackie's, because she didn't have anything to do. Must be nice. Um, pray for me, I'm gonna be in the library all day tomorrow studying for the final exam. So that's what my bill is.